Y'all, welcome back. I am so excited right now, mostly because I've had a couple extra beers because of technical difficulties, but uh, but we are good to go now. Eric is here. Uh, he's my man. Y'all all know him. And we have the pleasure of interviewing, uh, well, actually, one person I think you all know. Like We're actually really lucky. We, we have Tom from MySpace here tonight, guys. Like It's pretty <laughs> kidding. Totally, totally kidding. Uh, we, have, we do have two people here. We do have two people here tonight, guys. Um, we got... We got Ross Nesselrude, uh, who you will remember, um, any of our 19 followers, I- I'm guessing a few of you at least have listened to the autism episode, which is genuinely one of our top five most listened to episodes. So I mean, Ross, you should feel proud that both my mom and Eric's mom have listened to it, ergo putting it in the top five. That's pretty much pretty much all you need there. Man, my mom hasn't even listened to it. <laughs> you got to send her the link, bro. We need four listens on this thing because it's like I listen to it again and then my mom and Eric's mom. And that's top five. I also, I'm one of those listeners. Hey, for, genuinely, we do have 19 followers, man. We're pretty famous. We're pretty famous. Uh, also, that was the voice of Dylan. Hey, Jesus only had 12. Yo, true. Hey, that's a really good point, man. E, I mean, it, technically, if you don't count, I did. I get. I, I guess Jesus's mothers didn't follow him though. So if you take two of those away, we're basically about the same. But all right. That's Dylan Ellis, guys. A uh, longtime friend of Eric and myself, as well as I think we've been on the show like. Three times, bro. You might be our show's most popular guest. So, I mean, really, you guys are like podcast celebrities. Like, honestly, we, we have podcast royalty in the house, y'all. So, so welcome. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we're glad we finally got to work. Yeah, that was that was fun. Uh, Ross and Dylan have a uh, podcast, Waltz to the Death. It's awesome. If you like basketball or sports or shoes, check it out. It's awesome. But uh, they are clearly more high-tech than we are. They showed up with a PS5, and I'm sitting here with a Sega. So, like, shit didn't connect. <laughs> That's that's all right. Can we come uh, out, Joe? Can you say Sega again for me? <laughs> Wait, do I say it weird? They showed up with a PS5. I showed up with a Sega. How do y'all say it? I, I say Sega. 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 I do say. Sun. I think see, you I, are that, the wrong one, Eric. That's what I'm wondering. Am I the wrong one? Well, okay, but now that I think about it, when I remember turning it on, playing Sonic back in the day, it's that like little song, Sega, and it's always That's high I on the it A. Way, yeah. It's a very Midwestern A. It's definitely not a Southern Se- Anyways. I'm not sure that's mid- Midwestern, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have lived in the Midwest. I'm just saying. I'm not sure that. I'm not no, sure that's. It's the Midwestern the part of Japan. Yeah, it's, it's near Kyoto. Obviously, their offices are in Omaha. I'm pretty sure. A lot of Ollies in uh, it, Lordy. I can't believe she's an Ollie reference. Sonic Maybe. the freaking hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lordy. Hedgehog so, uh, catching all them coins. Gotta, gotta get them gold Remind? coins, don't you know? Put them coals in big. I don't, what? Anyways. All right. Big. So, <laughs> <laughs> on, uh, on Waltz to the Death, uh, these two fine gentlemen, they have a segment every week called uh, Jersey Check. And sneaker check, which is which is honestly awesome. I, I do enjoy that because I, I own one pair of basketball shoes, but I like listening that you guys apparently own dozens. I think it's safe to say that Ross and Dylan own more sneakers than Eric and I do. Probably more NBA swag. Uh, I don't know if it's if it's officially licensed NBA swag, but that's a different story. We don't need to go down that boat. Nevertheless, I want to make you guys feel comfortable right now. I want to welcome you to the show. So right off the bat, let's do our own check. Let's do an everything is interesting socks check. Get ready. Everybody. <laughs> Who's excited? Who's excited? All right, I'm going to go first. I'm going to go first, give you guys time. Uh, I am wearing the Xperia's with Thorlo pads. These things are heaven on your feet. And I'm not kidding. I own so many of them. They are. Is it a, uh, is it a sponsor of the pod? Dude, I hope. Are you kidding? If I get one pair of socks out of this entire podcast, I'm going to consider this whole venture a success. But these things are amazing. What are y'all wearing? 
Dylan? I have, uh, yeah, Nike. I can't show you Nike Elite basketball socks on. Of course you do. Of yeah. course you do. You never know. You never know when a game might break out. Exactly. We used to. Do you still keep using your car? Because that's the thing. I've finally broken that habit. But up until having kids, I kept using my car at all time. Well, yeah. Before this, like, yeah, because you never knew. Like, yeah. I mean, in high school and college, yeah. Like, anytime I had, I was ready at a moment's oh. notice. Some somebody oh. on the street could be like, "Yo, can you hoop?" And I'd be like, "Yes, right now, I can." <laughs> <laughs> I still uh, went the car that I just sold before COVID or like right when COVID hit, I had my basketball bag, which had like some, some like foam rollers and stuff. And like also a basketball, two pairs of basketball shoes. And usually I had some shorts back there. He also changes in between games sometimes like the PJ Tucker disciple that he is. No, okay. No, listen, I did that one time last week and it's because, both pairs of my basketball shoes were so bad that I got blood blisters on my feet. Oh, you were changing shoes. I thought, I mean, I, I respect taking off like a sweaty shirt and flipping on a new shirt. I, I have no issue with that. But shoes, F that, dude. That, that sounds awful, honestly. No, I, cha- I changed shoes because they were both bad. And so I bought some new ones instead. Oofta. The the picture of Midnight Madness that I sent you guys uh, this week of Dylan and I back in high school, uh, I showed up to that with like six jerseys, I want to say. Like, I, I, you know what I mean? And they were like Spreewell and like, you know, those types of jerseys. Like, the, anyways, but yeah, that's so I, I respect a good, uh, a good flip. But, anyways, I, I need this information. Eric, what kind of socks you wear, Doc? Well, as I've noted before, I don't really wear socks or shoes if I can help it. Um, I like to live free, but. I did bring you what I would be wearing, which is these nice wool socks that I got for going to Minnesota because I was like, oh, I don't have socks that would actually keep me warm if I ever went anywhere cold. And those things are really comfortable. They're probably as thick as like my sandals. So they're pretty much shoes in that sense. You even say socks with a Midwest accent, dude. You said sacks. All right. (laughs) (laughs) This is the content people came here for. I tell you that right now. People are coming in. Uh, Ross, last one. I, I only say I only say socks that are wool like that, though. That's the important. That's part. fair. You get, you get socks. Yeah, Midwest socks, dude. I can't blame you. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm wearing some black Jordan Crew socks. Just very on brand for me, dude. Yeah, you guys just live and breathe basketball. Like it, it, it's pretty ridiculous. I mean, it's impressive. Don't get me wrong, but it's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, I wear I wear I wear jeans and the exact same T-shirt and a pair of Jordans to work every single day. That is where y'all differ. I can never see Dylan wearing the same thing two days in a row. That probably hasn't ever happened. No, yeah, no, no, no. Look good, feel good. You know, <laughs> feel good, play good. Feel good, play good. Yep. Preach. All right. So, uh, guys, this week's topic, um, if you didn't read it in the description before you click this thing, we're going to cover fantasy uh, sports. Ross is the GM of our fantasy basketball league. And, and before anybody turns this off, we're not going to deep dive into stats. A, I'm not smart enough, but B, I don't give a shit about a backup center that should be started in a rotation week. Like, I don't No, I'm not that good. I've personally never played fantasy basketball uh, until this year. So I was kind of hesitant, I admit, but it's been really fun. So that's why I wanted to do it on the concept of like, the ever-growing popularity of fantasy sports like it is everywhere it's on every like you see commercials for this stuff all the time like it's for all 19 of you listening i'm willing to bet maybe nine to ten of you have played it before probably more honestly you know what i mean like so because when it first started it was kind of like a nerd thing like do y'all remember this like like and i want to ask you like when you first started and all that shit but like it was it wasn't cool like when when i first started i remember like early 2000s maybe you know i don't know whatever but like it wasn't cool at all whereas now there's like you know, there's commercials like Jamie Foxx, 
telling you to download like the, the BetMGM app or whatever. So like it, it has certainly changed big time. When did y'all first start playing? I mean, I guess Ross start with you just because, but when, when did y'all first start playing any sport fantasy wise? When did y'all start? So I didn't get internet in my house until 2010. <laughs> so I, yeah. I lived in the middle and <laughs> Eric's having a hard time with that one. <laughs> I'm ha- everyone's having a hard time. I I lived in the middle of nowhere. I grew up in Huntsville, which is like the sticks. And so uh yeah, we didn't have internet until like well, okay, I take that back. In like 2008, we got dial-up internet that was like so slow it was impossible to do anything. Um and so we didn't get actual good internet till like 2010, 20, 2000 late 2009, 2010. And so I never played fantasy sports really until college because of that, because it was like impossible to even check scores um, unless you wanted to hear that like patented like dial up ringtone, you know. Um, so I didn't start playing until college. And then I only played fantasy football, um, mostly because I don't think I knew fantasy basketball was a thing. And then I started playing fantasy basketball uh, four years ago. Oh, so you've got some. All right. That so. makes something good. I guess that makes sense why you're running our league. Dill, have, have you played fancy ball before? Basketball specifically, but any of it? Yeah. So I remember the my freshman year of college, uh, Eric Timmerman uh, like started a fancy basketball league. Like me and Rob Salmon. I, and, Rob uh, I think I was in that league, actually. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Handful like us, like Hyde Park dudes, um, were in it. It was I was kind of into it, but I was also like I don't understand. Like, you know, I know, I know the Los Angeles Kobe Bryant Lakers, but I'm not like an NBA expert, you know. So I like, and I didn't have a lot of time to like. That's not true. I was in college. I had so much time, but <laughs> like I didn't want to spend my time like staring at it, you know. Um, so I did that one year, and I was like, that was really hard. I was like a lot of work, whatever. Didn't do it, and then you know later on in life, like. Football obviously is the most popular fantasy sport. Um, even though I guess the baseball was like the genesis of, of it. But anyway, um, yeah, I played fantasy football a couple of years and like liked it. I actually was like, I ran a league like through my work, like the time, like I, I got people to join like a fantasy football league cause I thought it'd be fun. And, and then I just like started not enjoying it anymore. Cause like, I don't care about the NFL anymore. Really. I don't watch it that much. Like I used to have Sunday ticket and watch a lot of games and I don't know why I just over the years kind of like lost interest and, also, just fantasy football specifically is so sucky. Like, uh, it's one day. Like, you have one day for all your players to play. If you whiff on that day, you're just like, cool. Uh, you know, there's so many injuries because they're, you know, giant human beings running into each other as fast as they can. Um, and so I just, like, had one bad year where I was like, this is not fun. Like, I can't get out of uh, – dig myself out of a hole. My team sucks. I can't pick up anybody good. There's like five good running backs in the NFL. The rest of them are garbage, you know, just like this sucks. And then last year he got me to join uh, (laughs) another league, NBA, a fantasy league. And uh, I won it and it was super fun. We'll talk about that a little later. It was controversial. Controversy at the end of it. Uh, And so this year we have, we, you know, we spread our wings out and we started our own. Um, He's the commissioner. He does a lot of hard work, but um, yeah, the, uh, the, the title of our league, I don't know if you guys caught this, is called There Will Be Balls. <laughs> yeah. I, <think. laughs> I don't know if you caught that subtle, subtle, high-level yeah. humor. <laughs> yeah. Highbrow. <laughs> How about you, man? Have you been playing this stuff for a while? Yeah. I mean, I remember being – I think I was in the fantasy basketball league with Dylan, and I was in a fantasy football league like either senior year or right after that of high school. So 
Really? I mean, I've been playing fantasy football for like years. I've been in the same fantasy football league for eight years now, something like that. Like I'm in a Nick Cage themed league where the trophy's name is Eleanor after the car <laughs> from Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah, yeah. We have an actual trophy that like we pass around and oh, um, wow. it's got like Nick Cage on it. And yeah, it's, you know, wow. They've been doing so fantasy much. football for a long time. Yeah. So you haven't wavered at all in, in your fandom or your just enjoyment of fantasy football. You you haven't lost that at all. No, I mean there are. T- it's certainly a frustrating experience at times, but also I think you know I'm sure we'll talk about this. But a lot of it is just the community of it. Like there's people that who most of my relationship with them is based off fantasy football mm-hmm. in a way, and so like that's how I keep in contact with some people or talk to them or maintain a friendship more or less. So so that was going to be. I mean, I you know I've got questions that would have written down. Why do you like it? And I'm asking all of you, but E, is that is that your biggest reason? Would you say is that it is kind of like a, it's just a social, you know, it's just a social activity. It's just kind of a routine. Yeah, there's part of that, and there's the game part of it too, right? Like the trying to build something and create a team that can win is fun and interesting, and engages your brain and your sports part too, and it sort of marries the things you like to do, right? Like it's sort of a video game in a way. Uh, do y'all, Dylan and, and Ross, is he on your head? Do you feel that way too? Is, is it like playing NBA Live Management Edition? You know what I mean? Like, is, is it kind of like that? Is that the fun? Yeah, I think it's like, you definitely, I mean, we, we I love like playing NBA GM um, on M, like 2K and stuff like that, like trying to build, like that's the fun part of like that game for me is like grabbing people, like trying to get people to come to your team, free agency, trades, things like that, trying to see what At first, of- I thought you said NBA Jam. I was like, me too. I'm like, now we're talking. Who's got a 64? Let's break it out. Julius Irving just. (laughs) (laughs) Sean Kemp all day from half court. Yeah. um, That's, and and so building like a team, like, like he said, um, another part of it, which like we, I think agree on is that it makes you care about the whole NBA and it makes you, it, it, it forces you, not forces you, but it, gives you like a rooting interest and in like the weirdest things you would never care about, like a game of like Memphis and uh, you it's know, Portland. Portland. Yeah, yeah. On a two, like we will literally be over here, like watching glued to the game. Like, you know, cause Brandon, I have Brandon Clark and I need him to get me. And like, and you'll never hear the more louder roar between two idiots because Brandon <laughs> Clark got a rebound and we're like, well, give me that rebound. <laughs> and everyone is like, what is happening? Like, why do yeah. you care? Um, like when we went, like when we go to games, you know, back when you could do that, you know, O'Brien gets a rebound or something or whoever. And it's just like, yes, give me that rebound. Um, so it just gives you like, it gives you, it makes watching the games more fun. Um, I mean, I guess that's the point of fantasy football, but like, I didn't have that experience. Um, and I do have actually a funny story about fantasy football. When I lived in Los Angeles and worked, um, at Paramount pictures as like an intern or intern there, um, the guy I worked for was like a VP of the studio and like i got him coffee i mean anyway but he was in a league that was like a fifty thousand dollar prize and he was like hey are you like into this and i was like yeah i can do it and he's like hey i like help me run my team and if like i win i'll, I'll split it with you and i was like <laughs> okay and i tried very hard for that fall like the semester that i was there and I don't even know if he won or not because I like was my semester was over and I stopped interning there and I don't even know if he won. So that guy might owe me like twenty five thousand. <laughs> oh my god! I would okay, find so out that kind of like leaves me there too. Yeah, I, I might text him just like, hey, hey, bro, remember that thing a few years back? Okay, so then like I, I had a thing like, is the prize money 
now that's a different story, Dylan. Obviously, if I was able to free roll into a fifty thousand dollar chunk, like yeah, I'm going to care. Obviously, but is the prize money like our little leagues like twenty bucks? Is that enough to really make you like? If you weren't going to care already, would that twenty bucks really make you care? You know what I mean? Like, is that really the re- like? Because some people talk about like you know, I was googling. This. Some people talk about the prize money like it's a big deal. Do y'all care about that at all? I would say so. Like as commissioner, like the reason why I make it twenty bucks is like one twenty bucks is enough to like give it a little bit of value. You know, like at like none of us are that rich. So like, we're at like 20 bucks is still something, you know? Yeah. I'm not doing and five. Also, no one cares for five. Exactly. No one cares for five. And so for 20, it's like the lowest amount that people actually care about. And then the, the cool part is we have six teams in the playoffs. And so if I'm like the, the number one team, the number one seed, and I have like a, a bad week and all my team, my players are injured and you beat me, then like you have a potential to win the league, you know? And so, like, if you're within the top six or close to the top six to, like, make the playoffs, you have a legitimate chance of winning, you know, a big chunk, a decent chunk of money, you know, like a couple hundred bucks. Enough for a night Um, out, honestly. Enough for a date night or, you know, whatever. Just enough to go piss it away and have a good time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, if it's, like, cool, if I, like, put in a little bit of effort each week and then at the end I might make, like, 150 bucks, then, like, you know, and I I get to watch a sport that I'm already going to watch, then why not? You know that, so it's more. It's more of it gives incentive to the top part of the league, which is kind of what like we're looking for, and it gives incentive to try and like push towards that sixth spot to make the playoffs. But um, but also, yeah, I mean it, it's not enough to like you know for bottom feeders to try to like 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 Crawdaddy is a great example <laughs> of last year in our league. I love you, bro. I love you. Cra- never Crawdaddy, met you. I love you. He's never gonna listen to this, so I can talk about him. Um, <laughs> He uh he went 0 and 10 the first 10 weeks last year. Jesus. Yeah, it takes a lot of talent to be that bad. Yeah, that's um, true. That's true. And so for him, like he was just like, I'll trade, I'll do this, I'll like move things around and stuff like that. So he like, even though he put 20 bucks in, like he didn't he didn't really care, you know. Um, and so some of those guys are are you're gonna lose buyout, they're not gonna like set their lineups, things like that. But if you can just keep every that's why we do six teams in the playoffs, because that only means four people are you know not not yeah. gonna care and of look, that look, like three, two people are three people. fight for that sixth spot sorry to be clear but yeah. three people and dylan i mean just just, just to be clear <laughs> yeah yeah i have no chance yeah i'm so uh, bad yeah but that was my best attempt at smack talk and that was on purpose to curb us into do you guys smack talk because like i don't clear like dylan knows smack talk was never my game <laughs> you know what i mean like ever like i, I much preferred like befriending my competition like at, at like track events and it was not like a strategy i was just nervous so i just started talking kind of like i'm doing now i just word vomit until like oh blah, blah, blah. but that's kind of what i did and it's kind of become a strategy i've never once smack talk do you smack talk do you guys like if you're playing somebody one week do you text them shit i would say not directly not like a like the person i'm playing no but like in a general sense like last year when I was like winning the league, most of the, I was in first place most of the time. Yeah. I would like talk shit and like, uh, you know, but not really. I mean, like I am on this, I'm cut from the same cloth as you, Joe, which is like, we did not talk smack to people like no to each other as like kidding, yeah, sure. but like not to people, not strangers. Like we're never going to be like, yeah, I don't even know what to say. I have no, I, I was like, people would do it to me in high school. And I was like, I don't know you dude. Like you're weird. Like also, we're just, winning, so like, have a good life, I guess. Like, like I don't what know. are you, are you Cobra Kai, bro? Like, what the yeah. fuck are you? Like, smack, like, what are we doing? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, we're, we're, we're playing I feel basketball like any, like, 
version of smack talk we would do would just be to make anybody who is listening laugh, right? Like, isn't that the ultimate goal? Yeah. Just like to get a laugh out of somebody. If a third party or like a stranger walking by heard it and laughed, that's a win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like anybody sitting at a table over there, like that's a like I I don't like I'm not gonna try and get in your head. I don't even I wouldn't even know how. Now, I will say, as spectators, we did talk well, a lot of hot well. shit. Okay, that's uh, a fair point. Yeah, I got I got kicked out of a game for cheering on Dylan one time. If you want to consider it. <laughs> If you want to call that cheering on, it's certainly not. Um, I don't want to get in trouble, so we're just going to turn left. If we had a stupid large budget, what kind of a prize would you all want? E, like you, you guys have the the trophy or whatever, but I'm talking like say we had somebody sponsored this shit. Say, you know, Xperia Socks sponsors this podcast. <laughs> they decide to buy us either a trophy or, you know, I saw online that some dudes genuinely have a, a ring or a necklace or, you know, like a hoodie or like a t-shirt or whatever. Like, what, what would y'all genuinely prefer? If we had like a thousand bucks to put on something stupid, would you want a trophy to display? Would you want a ring? I'm you know a what I mean? Like, what, what would y'all want? a championship belt. I'm a big believer in like a WWF Ooh. championship belt. Ooh, I would like that. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah I, I was actually, as you were talking about this, I was thinking like, all right, we got to put our heads together and figure out like what we're going to win. Cause, because I think kind of like what you were saying, E, like of – if you're going to have a league that you want to sustain, there's got to be one, some skin in the game with a little bit of money, but there's also got to be some skin in the game of like, I want to win something. You know what I mean? I want a tangible so, I, yeah. Like a tangible thing that you have to pass off. Cause then it's like, Oh, I can't like win this thing and keep it and not play the next year. Yeah, you know? you gotta carry it. Um, exactly. And so that I was, the wheels are turning as you were <laughs> saying like, that I'm, I'm, I'm like. excited for what we can come up with. Just putting it out there, uh, uh, diamond headphones with champion over top. I is I'm just saying. I'm just like solid noise canceling Bluetooth headphone. Like I'm just saying, it'd be sick. I'm just just. I was thinking there. of like a uh, a hoodie with um, a picture of Nick Cage as um, the when he is the guy who rides the motorcycle and. I had a different name in my head, and I was like, that's not right. Yeah, like a picture of Ghost Rider of Nick Cage's Ghost Rider that says Fantasy League Champion. Oh, um, and that's under budget. We could all pitch in five bucks for that, and that'd be totally doable. That's not exactly. that's, yeah, and that's yeah, that's how we got our trophy. Is like everybody paid an extra five dollars or whatever. Yeah, year. whatever. And we just got a trophy. We pass around. I also really like, and I, we we didn't do this, but I was in a league where the loser also has like the worst punishment. The sack. So, yeah. In our in my fantasy football league, everybody who doesn't make the playoffs has to eat. Used to have to eat pluckers firing the whole wings at the draft. That's how we would do it. So that's a way to incentivize the bottom of the league. Yes. And this year we transferred to having to put a vanity license plate that just says like I suck at fantasy football and has like a rainbow unicorn. That's good. So, you know, there's always way to do something like that, right? The fire and the whole thing, not all punishments are created equal because I'm out here in these streets, like, just <laughs> ruining my guts on the rig. Yeah. So that wouldn't really be yeah. punishment for me. But I did I'll take a bite or something, but I'll die. No. Yeah, that's like the principal spanking that kid that's a little too into that, you know? <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Harder, daddy. <laughs> yeah, I like the cop takes my guy who's super into it. You know, I uh, I really like the idea of like I've had some friends do this, and I wanted to do it in the fantasy football league I ran. But like, you know, it's it's hard when you like the person who gets last is the person who like you beg them to do it. Yeah, like yeah. you needed a tenth person, and you're like, hey man, do this, and they're like, okay, and then they don't set their lineup, and they're dead last, and you're like, cool man, you have to stand on the sidewalk and be like, I suck at football, and they're like, right, no. no. 
And you're like, cool, that's fair. Because I asked you to do this. But because I'm probably going to get dead last, um, I'm happy to be like the, like take one for the team and be the guy. But um, I really like this idea of like, there's a, there's a teddy bear phone case um, that you can buy. That's like a a plush teddy bear. So whenever you talk on the phone, it just looks like you're holding like a teddy bear to your head. Um, And I always thought that was funny. There's also like a giant banana. My friends did this. They bet on like the, they bet on like the um, Michigan, Michigan state game every year. And it's like a giant banana phone phone case. It's like literally like two feet. It's like gigantic. So it's, terrible to carry you can't fit it in your pocket and when you're just holding this giant banana to your head um so i'm really into something like that for like i don't want to say a year because i again i'm going to lose and i don't want to have a teddy bear phone for a year but i think you got to do it for like a week and like send a pic send an update yeah, yeah. for a week right. you know yeah so i i dove into this y'all i i deep dived into some of the worst punishments i could find um and here's some are nice and some are way worse um well, yeah, there's the one that is apparently pretty popular is uh, dress in stupid clothing. Some people Renaissance themed clothing and play a flute downtown until you're tipped a certain amount of money. So you literally have to stay there all day until you make 20 bucks or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, that's a good one. That's a good. Another one that I really like is loser has to wear a clear backpack and walk around either a college campus or a mall or something super public, but a clear backpack. And everybody else who didn't lose gets to put one item in it. That would get. Oh, I'm finding the biggest dildo I can. Exactly. Yeah, that's the first sure. thing. I'm hundred if everybody sure. listening, that's the first thing you thought of. And if you didn't, this is not the podcast for you. If you didn't immediately think <laughs> giant dick, you're not listening to the. Okay, so yeah, hey, here's one that's dumb: tattoos. Fucking no. I'm not, I, like I don't see like I. Don't get me wrong. I have a tattoo that I super regret. That's a whole different episode. But I don't want to put like fantasy loser 2021. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think you can get an entire group to agree to this. But here's one I think you can get everybody to agree to. (laughs) This one is brilliant. You have to wear a GoPro to document every second of this trip. You wake up. You get fed $35 of Taco Bell. Then put on a bus with no bathroom round trip from somewhere to somewhere else. Three hours there, three hours back. You wear a GoPro the whole time. Six hours. Fording up a storm on this bus and not able to shit is the best punishment because it's it's, it's harmless. (laughs) PG. It's not permanent. It's done in six hours. It's one day. It's done and over. That is amazing to me i'm not saying we institute that this year or whatever i'm just saying that's fucking brilliant and then also maybe like espn the body photo shoot reenactments the winner picks the loser who they have to like oh, reenact. That's, good. that's a good one you know what i mean like there's, there's clever ways to do this but i like it the idea that it keeps the bottom two or three people from just quitting you know what i mean it's just like fuck it i fold up you trade my team blah, blah 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 but what's interesting and i want to circle back dylan because fantasy football sucks like I really hate it. And not only do I hate it, I hate the way that it makes me watch games. Like it ruins the way I watch a game. Like it, it, it just does. So I, I liked your point that if you're already watching the sport, like I was already going to get league pass. Like I, you know, I'm just for whatever reason. And it's weird because Dylan, when we were like 17, we used to argue because like I grew up a football dude. You grew up a basketball dude. We never played on the same team ever. And we always argued. And now I've come full circle. I'm on your side. Basketball's just better. It's just a more fun sport to watch, but specifically fantasy. Do you guys, A, still play it, and B, do you enjoy having to worry if your defense is playing also your quarterback and is your is your receiver the one catching the – you know what I mean? Like that type of detail to have to hyper-focus, do you enjoy that? I'll start this one off because I got Dylan out of his fantasy basketball league <laughs> – or his fantasy football league this year. I love it. Um, yeah, I because I stopped playing like two years ago, and it was the greatest decision I ever made. Oh, and then last that. year – so the first year we were in a league together, I was like – 
dude, you got to get out of your fantasy football leagues. Just get out. Just stop. It's going to be the greatest decision in your life. And it has been. <laughs> yeah, I, don't I don't miss it at all. Part of it, again, is that I don't really like the NFL anymore. Like, I just don't. There's no reason. I don't have really a good reason. I just kind of got lost, like, interest in it. Um, but, yeah, the whole – yeah, it's it's not – it's just so tedious. Yeah, you're – like what you said, Bill. Like, like, oh, cool, my quarterback, like, threw, but he threw to the receiver that my guy's playing, yeah. you know. And it's like, ah, oh, this – I mean, the closest thing to that in, like, basketball is, like, your guy giving an assist to somebody, you know. I mean, yeah. that's whatever. It's a point. It's not, like, a touchdown or something like that. Yes, a touchdown um, is such a big deal. And it's such a big swing too in fantasy football. I feel like it's just such a lucky thing. Like, you know, you have a guy who just like goes ballistic one Sunday and gets like four touchdowns yeah. or receiver and you're like tight. Like that's, that's, it. that's it. Yeah. Whereas like basketball, yeah, guys have huge games, things like that. But um, I mean, the knock on the NBA is that it's predictable and there's like no parity, but um, it's the game within the games. You know, you find those little, uh, those like seventh, eighth guys on the roster where, you know, um, and that's the fun of it yeah, to us is that it's not as tedious and you don't have like, it's just really about your team. It doesn't matter who you're playing necessarily. Yes, very much. And, and look, I want to give you a minute to rebut here because clearly you've been playing fantasy football. Why do you like it? If it, you know, just to put it bluntly. Um, I, I do think it makes me pay attention to things that I wouldn't pay attention to otherwise in football. And I think there is a lot of strategy in football to where you can actually scout something out and, sort of predict what will happen. Like there's a reason that people that there are fantasy football experts is because there's actually like research and science behind it. Mostly though, what I use it for is I'm going to gamble on the football games. anyway. Well, so this is really just another way to do that and like research it. And so it's all just sort of part of the same thing, really like the gambling and the, you know, yeah, do you think, gambling. do you think the, the recent uptick or at least the recent legality in gambling is going to affect the the popularity of fantasy sports. Like I have, I, I have friends of mine that don't care about sports at all. Legit, don't care. One of them, she went to Naropa, which is a Buddhist scholar temple thing, and that's where she went to college. Like, she didn't give a fuck about sports, but she texts me out of nowhere. She's like, "Hey, so if I was going to bet on the games today, I'm just kind of bored. How would I do that?" Like, it's grabbing those kind of people. Where fantasy, I don't think ever will. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think fantasy reaches into those people's pockets, whereas gambling. Do. Oh, e, you disagree? Maybe. Well, if you think about like this, things like DraftKings showing up, like people who went to MIT and would write code and do algorithms and all that shit that I do not understand. You know, fifteen years ago, they had no reason to get into fantasy. There was no profit in it. There was nothing for them there. Now there's enough stats. There's enough information to where those skill sets can transfer over and then once there's money to be made then i think more people are going to get involved interesting oh, that's crazy all right well then so <laughs> have you guys ever been in more than one league like say football or whatever but more than one league at the same time like had multiple teams at the same dude that's that is the worst I, th that might have been what what probably pushed me over the edge. I, I probably had like three teams one year, and I was like, "This is dumb." Like, I feel like I'm a day trading stockbroker. Like, this is not a job. I shouldn't be caring this much. Ross, could so, you actually pay attention to that many teams? I, I have two, and uh, one is the league that we were in last year before we started this one, and I've been in that one for this would be my fourth year in that one. Um, and yeah, it's like my best friend from college is my best man at my wedding. He's the commissioner. Um, and yeah, I mean, like it's still a fun league and I, 
I watch enough of the NBA and I care enough about the NBA that I can definitely like handle both. And also I feel like that like it it's a little different than the NFL where like there's way less guys in the league, you know? Um, there's way less like variables to like figure out. And and I also that the knowledge that you have kind of like carries over. You know, like I have very similar players on both teams. You know, I have Duncan Robinson on both teams. Uh, I have DeMar DeRozan on both teams. Uh, we've talked about my love for Duncan Robinson on, on our podcast a yeah, lot. Yeah, you did, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I think that, uh, like, I think it carries over. I More than two? No, no. I don't I don't think that's enough. Because I have legitimately forgotten to set my lineup one time this, this uh, past year or the, this current year. Uh, because I said it in one league, thought I said it in the other, and I didn't. So uh, I don't think more than two is feasible. And I only do it more for the relationship, kind of like what you were saying. E. Yeah, the social aspect. Like it, <laughs> This might not surprise y'all. Um, I don't even know who's on my team. Like I, <laughs> I know like I know, I know, know Steph's on there, and I, I know Carmelo because I picked him up because I needed forward, and Dylan joked about uh, Kelly Oubre. I forgot that I'd even picked him up. Like, you guys know I'm going to miss nights. Like, here's the deal. Like, E and I are in a soccer pick'em league, and the only reason it's like going on three years, and the only reason I haven't quit is because I just love the guy that's running it. Like he's just a good dude. In fact, friend of the show, John's been on. I can't quit because I love him. But I literally just text our group through. I can go, I copy Eric's pick this week. Thanks, guys. And like that's fucking the max amount I will give it. So like I could not possibly do two NBA leagues. There's just no way. Like I'd, I'd forget or whatever. John, I don't know if you know this, but you're tied for second place. I can't believe it. I, I checked my score. I literally checked my scores right before we started this. I was like, "Oh shit, I'm beating Dylan!" All of a sudden, like I, I, I thought I was losing. I literally checked it like seconds ago. So like, hey, hey, you know, auto draft all stars, guys. Just saying, the computer knows what they're doing. Point of all that is, I, I honestly don't know. And this is a serious debate I have in my head. If it's worth me paying attention to who's on my roster, like I'll set my roster. I'm gonna try to or whatever. But I don't know if I actually enjoy mid game checking who's playing or what. Like I enjoy the flow of a game. I enjoy not having to pick up my phone. I enjoy purposely knowing that for the next hour and a half to two and a half hours, whatever, like I'm just going to enjoy the flow, the back and forth of a game. I don't know that I want to always be checking my phone. Like, that's, don't get me wrong. When Steph's having a big night, when he grabbed like 60 or whatever the hell the other night, I was excited and I was enjoying it. And I was like, this is really cool. But then the next game he played, he only grabbed like 22 or something. And I was like, oh, this is like, it forces you to have much higher highs and much lower lows. Is that worth it? Is the question, and I am honestly, I'm you know, I'm not struggling with it, but like I, I'm debating it. I don't actually know if it is worth it. Would you say that it is highlighting the highs, making them better, but also highlighting the lows? I would say for me, like I set my lineup, and then once it's set, like it is what it is. Um, but like for example, like if, if the Rockets aren't playing, then I'll watch like I'll watch another game, you know, and then I'll see a guy like show out who I'd have never heard of. And I'll be like, oh man, like in my in my other league, I picked up Keldon Johnson from the Spurs because I was All watching. Out. Yeah, I was watching the Spurs and I don't even remember who it was. It was like Toronto or something, like some team I don't care about. And Keldon Johnson had like 19. And I was like, whoa, this guy, this kid's like really good. And so I picked him up the next day. So like for me, it doesn't once I set my lineup, like I don't, I don't really care. Like I'm not checking the score. Uh, it's more of like uh, it incentivizes me to watch other games to find those guys who I can pick up later on, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it, it feels yeah, I, like I don't. Yeah. The lows don't bother me. Like I don't, if a guy has a, yeah, like he said, like if, if, if somebody has a bad game or whatever, it's, it is what it is. But like, I also sort of, 
and it didn't mean ask this year, but I emotionally hedge and pick up players that I like <laughs> and players that I want to watch. Um, if I think all else is equal, right? Like I picked up Anthony Davis as my first pick. Um, he's not a ter- like he's obviously not a bad first pick, but you know I could have. There's other guys I could have. Necess- I could have taken LeBron, or I could have taken other guys um, in that spot. But like I want to root for him, so I'm like, well, I'm gonna take him because I'm gonna watch him play a lot. Um, and uh, I did that with a lot of guys. Um, and so, <laughs> but my team sucks. So, uh, but it's not my fault because. The COVID is ravaging the NBA and also injuries are a thing, but um, I, I like it. I just, like he was saying, it, it also incentivizes you to watch, yeah, like games you wouldn't ever watch and try to find dudes, but I don't do that really, man. I, I watch like a game. If it's a team that I'm like, Oh, they have enough, there's enough dudes that I have that are playing. Or if it's just like, I like that team. I like the players on that team. If it's just a real dumpster game, like the wizards and the Kings, like I'm probably not watching that game, you know, yeah. But yeah. if it's like the Warriors, like if it's Steph or any like marquee player, and it's like cool, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip it on. Uh, yeah, it just makes it more fun to watch. I like it. Well, I mean, I would say Joe that like you can really pick any narrative and make whatever you're watching enjoyable, mm. right? Like so, like using the Kings for example. Like I don't have any. I have Bagley on my fantasy team, but I'm more likely to watch the Kings because I'm interested in how good like Tyrese Halliburton is, or whether or not De'Aaron Fox is gonna get a max contract or whatever. You know what I mean? And that's so, the thing. Like, I think they're kind of separate things as I watch them. But that's, that is, it already shows a level of care about the NBA that you have. And obviously the, the three y'all all care about the NBA already. So I, I think when, when you already have like, like here, here's a question. Would you guys ever play fantasy baseball? No, no, never. I would, but I like baseball. See exactly, yeah. but that's the thing. I, I think it. I think that's the point of fantasy. I don't necessarily think it's it's to jump in in a way to to give you a catalyst to to start caring. But if you already care, it's it's a nice little you know it's a caveat or whatever you know. Like it's a nice little addition. And you know what else is a nice little addition to the show? This week's quiz, everybody. <laughs> uh, all right. So this week, uh, changing up a little bit. This week we're going to do. Uh, hold on, what do I got here? All right. Uh, I got this week's quiz is all about the twenty fourth highest grossing film of all time in the United States when adjusted for inflation. This film, uh, it features segments such as Tocada and Fugue in D minor, the Nutcracker Suite, and of course, the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oh shit. No, this is, this is the Fantasia quiz. That's next week. All right. So the fantasy, <laughs> the fantasy sports quiz, <laughs> guys, the fantasy sports quiz. <laughs> all right. So, um, according to newsnet five dot, and I'm going to tell you, uh, well, whatever. According to Newsnet.com, uh, a dude named Wilfred Winkenbach created the first fantasy sports game. What year was that? And I will give you a clue. This is, this is technically not – I know baseball was like kind of the first in like the 20s because they had that, that weird thing. This is not that. This is the first like quote-unquote true fantasy. You drafted dudes and you had a team. This, this is not baseball, so it's not that. First question, what sport was it? So it was not baseball. It was not baseball. Based off the name, yeah, baseball had it or whatever. But you know what I mean. But what was that name Wilfred something? Wilfred Winkenbach. I'll go cricket. (laughs) (laughs) I think hockey. Still, I say soccer. Golf. 
John oh. Golf, as it was at the time the easiest to keep up. Uh, he started in the 1950s. Again, technically baseball had its own statistical game, but it was kind of only for people in the league that, that knew a, a way different, deeper level or whatever. Uh, Wilfred went by Bill and he started up a golf game. And it was mod- basically, it was the modern fantasy sport. You drafted players and yada, yada, yada. Now, the next one was fantasy football came next. What year was the first fantasy football league? When you say elite, like what? Like it was actually a group of uh, eight dudes. It was actually college. There was two professors. Uh, there was one at, not MIT, damn it, I don't know that's written down. But it was, it, was a, it was a group of college individuals that were able to keep track and mail it back and forth. But it, it basically was, by all accounts and purposes, modern-day fantasy football, just obviously not the internet. 1971. Real I close. I 75. <laughs> Dylan? 73. Price is right. 63. So that puts Ross uh, close enough. Technically, you're all over, but whatever. All right. Five bonus points if you can name the first person drafted in that fantasy football league in 1963. Oh, Lord. Eric wins this automatically. <laughs> if anybody would get it, it'd be him, but there's no God. Three is no way. Yeah, I'd never, I'd never heard of this guy. I'll tell you that right now. No, it's not. I was Stalback. Yeah, like, Stalback was kind of the Navy in 1963. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be like Gene the Dishwasher Robinson or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George the Serviceman Blanda. <laughs> oh, George Blanda. Okay. George Blanda. I know who George Blanda is. Holy shit. No, George Blanda. All right, so uh, more bonus points. Can you name both his positions? He started for his team at two different positions. What were they? That's Iron Man football, baby. He was a kicker. He, he was a kicker yeah. and the goddamn quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> the 60s were such a different era, y'all. Like looking back through all this shit, looking through like looking at the pictures of these dudes, it's just like you literally were at the yard. You were on a lot, like working in a warehouse, and then like, okay, I'm gonna go strap it up tonight. Like it was insane, these people. Okay. I had this I coach could- that was like 80 years old when I was in high school, and he used to say, like in the good old days, when He's like, you always knew who was getting the ball because every team had one helmet and that guy was wearing it. Uh, and, then he, and then he was like, oh, you know, the good old days when after practice you just fold your helmet up and put it in your pocket and take it home. Uh-uh. Uh-uh, man. That's just that's- – these people, like, oh my god! These people. I mean, don't get me wrong; they were tough as hell. Like all of those people, I, they're tougher than me, man. I couldn't. No. You know no what else person. is real tough? CTE. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I have that. No big deal. I could not find how many fantasy f- football or even any sport. I could not find how many leagues exist. Uh, I did find multiple threads uh, from from you know just websites from like 2008, 2012, and to the, like 2008, there were dudes debating like I bet you there's a hundred thousand leagues. Like, no, I bet you there's more. I bet you there's only a hundred thousand. Like there are guaranteed more than a hundred thousand now. You know what I mean? Like guaranteed. Would y'all say it's in the millions? You know what I mean? Like are, are we there now? Like are, are there a million leagues right now? Just I mean I know there's no way to prove this. I've tried that you can't. But like, do you think there are across all sports? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, it's in dude. I just went to uh, just to fuck around. I went on ESPN and joined another uh, fantasy basketball league just this week on Monday. I just went in and clicked. I was like, join league. And it, it instantly paired me up with me and nine other strangers. And within two minutes, I was drafting like it's there's that much of a pull. And uh, yeah, within two minutes, I was drafting, drafting against dudes with team names like COVID is a lie and Trump. <laughs> And Trump 2024. These are my these, these are my competitions. So literally, like I you know, I drafted the first couple of minutes. Like you know, the first maybe three four rounds was fun, and then literally I got bored and I set Andre Iguodala to auto draft and I quit. So I mean that's just, as you do. Also, side note, side note, I'm genuinely pissed off. How dare 
ESPN put Andre as the 304th ranked best player in the league. He is a solid 268 and you fucking know it. How <laughs> dare you? All right. So, so anyway, so I mean, just in general, what I'm getting is like, it's, it's fun and it's social, but it's kind of like, it's like a book club for sports fans. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's kind of like, it, it's like an old woman's card group. It's like, it's like a bridge club, like a canasta club for like technologically Bro. advanced people. Yeah. yeah. yeah bros, no dude. It's, it's like, it's like words with friends for like half literate idiots. Like that's <laughs> yes. you know what I mean? like, yeah. yeah. kind of like, that's kind of what it is. But, but where does it like, is it symptomatic that we just love sports so much that we want to add this on? Is it grown out of just a, a love that is growing and growing and growing or, and this is what I'm scared of. Because clearly Dylan and I have fallen off our NFL fandom. Because like Dill, I remember you were a hard Eagles fan for a while. Like you, I mean, like you had receivers jerseys that I'd never heard of. But you've clearly fa- like faded, and I have faded completely. I haven't watched the NFL in over a year. Is it because we're actually deep down we're we're losing interest in sports, so we're piling on this shit to try and like get us back into it? You know what I mean? Like, are we purposely tricking ourselves into liking it more, or is it coming out of our own genuine like? Do you know what I mean? Like, w- where's the chasm there? Where would you fall on that? I think it's because like my if I could choose any career path and just change my trajectory right now, it would be, I want to be an NBA GM more than anything <laughs> in the world. This and is so, like that Seinfeld where George is like, well, I could run a baseball team. Yeah. He's like, they tend to give those jobs to people in baseball and former ball players. And he's like, well, that's really not fair. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's how I feel. Uh, and so, so yeah, uh, I, that would be my dream job. And so this is a way for me to do it. And we, we've, I mean, well, Eric has been on the podcast when we used it, but I like in my spare time play this really nerdy game called basketball GM on the internet that like it has no actual basketball playing. It's literally, you just make trades and you're the GM of a team. No, I, I looked at the all draft. That was a really fun episode. Uh, Crawdaddy is still my favorite person. <laughs> all time. Oh my God. He really good at that. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that somebody enjoys, enjoys him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite character by far. But okay, so seriously, Dylan, would you say that's what it is? Would you say that it is because everybody else that plays fantasy is deep down like Ross and they want to be a manager, or would you say that it, we are we're adding layers because we are kind of getting bored of sport? I don't. I don't think you're wrong. I can only speak for myself. I my for me, it's just like I'm more. It, I'm more into it. It gives me another avenue to like you know, like the NBA. Um, but I, I get what you're saying. Cause, uh, I think a lot of people are dead inside, um, and are just trying <laughs> to fill that void with uh, anything, you know, whether it's Amazon today or just anything to distract you from, uh, the crushing weight of existence. Um, exists. So no, I think there's something. existence is pain. It's true. My motto. Um, no, I think that's fair. I mean, I think for me, like the tail end of my NFL, like when I kind of started to lose interest, like yeah, it kind of, it was like, okay, I'll get back into this. This was fun once upon a time. I used to be really into the NFL and then, but also it's also just about like your, I feel like it's just your, the people you surround yourself with. Like I just happen to have friends who like, we all love the NBA and it just like, it feeds into it. And it's cause we're all into it. Like if I didn't have any close friends, like if Ross didn't care about basketball or we wouldn't really be friends, probably no offense, but uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but like, yeah, if all my friends were like, I don't care about that, you know, like, I would just be, I wouldn't just be into it by myself. I would not join my league like with strangers. That would not be yeah. fun, you know? Um, so it's just so like, that, it's wait, a lot of things. That's not you? COVID, COVID is a lie. That's not you? And I'm not. That's right. This is the number one conservative podcast, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, unless we kill right now. 
We we are officially changing that as soon as Biden is uh, is sworn in. But for now, hey, respect yeah. POTUS, guys. Yeah, we're front runners. It's the office. You, yeah, we got to get the office. Can we get off of this because I got a government building to. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, dude, we touched on that for a bit last week, but it was like after I've infiltrated months, that shit. I can't do it, man. Like, <laughs> so so even would you say that your fan like okay, let's put it this way: if fantasy sports didn't exist at all, would your fandom of sports as a whole change at all? Probably not the overall fandom, but the way I segment it out and what I concentrate on probably would, hmm. right? Like I would probably be more interested in X's and O's than I am in the Jim's and the Joe's, as it were, uh, if fantasy oh. didn't exist, right? Something yeah. Along those lines. Or I would be, you know, more interested in, you know, the business side of it, something along those lines. I don't know that my overall interest of it would change that much. It would just be percentage wise different so we're still gonna care i mean in your opinion we're still gonna care no matter what it's just how we care that's just, that's really yeah, because, i mean if you think about like college football is still huge and there's no fantasy for college football hmm. true i mean I there think, were yeah i think it's an interesting like more um i guess i don't want to say it in a bad way but like a more shallow fandom like it's sort of like gambling too where you're just like it's the most shallow way to care about sports, which is like you're yeah. you care about the spread and that's it. Like you don't, your heart is not ended at all. It's There's literally no part of your identity that's wrapped up in the actual outcome of this fantasy team or this, yeah. you know, sport or whatever. You're literally just like, it's an intellectual exercise. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think it, for me, it's also uh, like, I, I have the type of personality where like, if I started gambling on sports, then like I would, like hedge my like have to remortgage my house uh, and so like and i know that about myself i'm very self-aware in that aspect and so for me it's a way to keep from gambling on sports and i admire you two for being able to do it in a self-controlled way well because uh, i interesting, <laughs> interesting you say that um and thankfully not like a financial issue uh like I, you know, i've lost plenty of money but thankfully still own my house I have stopped gambling on sports simply because for the same reason that fantasy football has ruined my sports. Team, I don't want, I want to care about the game because it's a good game. I don't want to get like, if I'm betting on a spread, like I bet on the, uh, the uh, most recent Tampa Bay football game, minus nine. And like, I still didn't get like mid third quarter. I still didn't give a fuck. And I was like, why am I doing this? Like literally why? Like that was like a week ago, not that long, like generally 10 days ago. I was like, why am I doing this? So I seriously haven't gambled since then. And every game I've watched, I've enjoyed more. I've just like picked a reason to care. But e, that maybe speaks to your point is that we are going to deep dive and do whatever it is we like one way or another, be it fantasy or gambling or looking into the actual like, because I mean, when I listen to you guys podcast, Dylan and Ross, like Ross specifically, you go way deeper into like cap space and, and trades. that actually makes sense on the financial, like shit that I never would care about, but you're going to pick a reason to care about whatever subject line it is. But I have found every game I've watched since then is so much more fun. I enjoy the narratives more you know what i mean like if a player catches fire earlier if there's drama going like I, I care way more because i used to dylan to your point i used to just care if they beat the spread like i, I you, you want to talk dead inside i've met um i guess i can say that some of my brother's uh friends who are legit professional sports gamblers that's all they do that is their only job they wake up every day they check who's injured and whatnot these people are dead inside <laughs> oh my god they <laughs> 
fuck what's going on. Like they don't care. It, all that matters is who's starting. Where can I get an edge? What's the half point I can shave? Like I hung out with them for about two hours. I was like, I can't. I'm done with you people. Like you, you have a no lives. <laughs> you have you have nothing else going on for you. But B, you care so much about this, and that's fine. But at, at that point, you just have a job. You know what I mean? Like you have turned what used to be just fun into a job. And I felt like, and I was never going to make any money gambling. Eric knows this. We've talked at length at all of my losses. I was never going to turn that into a profit. But even if I did, you've ruined sport. At least in my opinion, you've ruined the sport at that point. Sport to me is beautiful because it doesn't matter. Like, yes, the Lakers won. And yes, it's fucking awesome and all that. But right now, does that matter at fucking all? No. And that's the beauty of sport. It's the best. People care so much and they try and they stay. Everybody besides James Harden really gets into the gym and really gets ready, but he doesn't. But anyway, everybody else cares a lot. And no matter what, at the end of it, it doesn't matter. And it's beautiful. But if hey, you man, he's got appointments at various establishments. <laughs> all right. You he's know, keeping uh, the economy going. Yeah. And he's troubling various characters. <laughs> yeah. Hustler <laughs> 2 featuring James Harden. But no, so that's, I guess that's kind of the point I'm getting at is it is more of a social exercise we're using for that. And the reason I say that is because I want to ask you this. I've been in fantasy leagues a couple of years ago that were, that were majority women. Do you guys have, you know, wives, girlfriends, friends, mothers that are involved in fantasy sports at all? I was in a fantasy football league um, that had a few women in it and they were just as into it and just as, you know, like anybody else. Yeah, they were, uh, but not in, no, I mean, uh, that, that not in uh, the basketball we were in last last year wasn't, and um, I uh, don't know any women that would be into it. Not to say there aren't, but like nobody. Not, I can only speak for also my wife, and she would one thousand percent never in her life want to do that. It would be another chore for her. LG, oh, her out, and um, she would hate it. No, so, and our wives are the same human. Yep. So, <laughs> and, um, and. Yeah, I've never – I think that I did have a fantasy league at one point that had some girls in it. Um, but uh, I, I would say that, that for some reason football, I think uh, that I, just from what I've seen, just from fantasy perspective, like I think that more women play fantasy football than fantasy basketball. And I don't have any statistics to back that up. I feel um, that way. I don't know why, too. I yeah, no, yeah no I don't, I don't know why. But like I've just never encountered that. Um, and also, fantasy basketball is way smaller, so you know, like the sample. Size. Yeah, I think that's mostly what it is. Yeah, I'd be willing to bet because I googled it. I, I was honestly trying to like deep dive. And there's, first of all, no website wants to tell you how many people they have registered for their fantasy thing. I don't know why that is, but nobody releases that information. At least not that I could find. But also, I think that it has jumped the gap. The, 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 at least football fantasy has jumped the gender gap for sure. I was at a party. I was at a, my kids' friends birthday party and nobody forgot about covid they already go to school together if either one of them has covid i'm gonna fucking have covid so we all went to their house because look they, they sit in the same class without a mask if they have it i have it if i have it they have it anyways we were there and they were talking about their league and it's literally four couples four dudes four women eight teams each run by a person and the four women were talking just as deep into like tom brady stats and oh, i can't believe he's not doing as good with with the bucks as they were as he was with the past and i was like gee like at this point it is, it is no longer a nerdy thing, at least fantasy football specifically. It's not a nerdy thing. It's not a quote-unquote uncool thing, and it's certainly not a man thing. But I'm with you. Baseball, hockey, and probably even NBA fantasy, I bet you that's 98% dudes. Like, I, I don't know what the deal is there. I will say I was in the only time I've ever watched this show is because I was in a fantasy league for it, and it was The Bachelor. Hmm. And you literally got points for, like, a girl crying on TV. You got points for like being drunk on TV. You got points for saying like here for the right reasons, that kind of thing. 
And so that league definitely had some women in it. And that's the only time I ever watched that show, but they do have other types of fantasy leagues. Let's put it that way. And maybe there's a different gender dynamic in those leagues. And that's how addicted to gambling I am. I immediately became interested in what you said. It was like, wait, shit, you get points for crying. Like, that sounds fun. Like, that sounds interesting as hell. It's evil. I'm pretty play. sure this league was invented essentially for people who are like made to watch The Bachelor, quote unquote. Yeah. And they're just yeah. like, well, let me make it interesting. Yeah. What's the spread on them like smashing before the end of it, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, I think you get a lot of points if you make it to the fantasy suite, my guy. Yeah, they stay in the uh, fantasy suite. I was going to go, damn it, are you good? I, I don't know how you know everything about everything. It's amazing. But yeah, that's, I, I think that's, but, but that, I guess that's kind of my question is, do you eventually see the NBA and NHL and NBA, do you see all of that eventually coming into the fold where we're going to have like entire family? Because like, I remember, my, I think Sam, my brother, started a fantasy league one time and my, and my mom joined because we just needed an extra or something. But do you see that becoming just commonplace? Where, I mean, even kids and parents and man, woman, yada, yada, like, is that just going to be? Because, like, I don't see it slowing down. And, and after football gets hold, I think NBA will be right behind it because I feel like NBA is coming up pretty fast. Do, do y'all see that growing, like, pretty quick? I don't know, just because it's, it's, a, it's a commitment, you know? Like, it's a – like, Joe, didn't you guys – didn't your family used to do a, a sweet uh, March Madness bracket? Yes, yes. Yeah. Sam would do a March um, Madness Always did pretty well and picked every on every fucking year. She, she won it two or three times. I was always mad. I was like, "You don't know who the fuck's on these people's teams. You don't even know who these <laughs> people are." Like, what's been? Yeah. Anyways, but yes, you're right. But I mean, maybe that's it. They it, people are more into like a, a one week kind of a fun off thing as opposed. to, I mean, the season's pretty long. Kind yeah, of. Yeah, especially the NBA too. Like, it's a grind. Like, which is is we like. Like, I like that about it. Like, it's. I was telling like he's like he's telling me like you're fine you like some people will eventually get bored or forget to set their lineups or COVID will ravage the NBA and you know you'll come back and I feel that way too like it's a long season like I it'll yeah, it's a grind season. but that, I think that keeps a lot of people from like signing up for it or they'll sign up and then not realize what they got themselves into and be like this is too much for me to handle but um that's why i was really scared of joining yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i was like oh man i don't know if i'm really but, but like you you kind of alluded to it you get it you can you can be as into it as you want like you can you can sit there every day and look and and wring your hands about 10 dudes you might pick up or you can set your lineup on sunday and not worry about it like yeah and you will probably do the same unfortunately i'm so glad that ross told me that you could set it days in advance Cause I was like, I'm not like, I was already debating, like, I'm not going to do this every day. Like, I'm just, I know I'm going to forget or whatever the fuck, but like, if I can do it every Sunday or whatever, and just like set it, yeah, that's it takes okay. 20 seconds. Yeah. You can, and you then, can, yeah. If you do want to make it like a kind of a flighty, just like, you know, you can either check Facebook for two minutes or you can, you know, do your fantasy team for, it, it's kind of the same. It's all, it's all very surface level as if you want it to be. And then, you know, I'm guessing Ross, like Ross, how do you, and this is at this point, anybody listening, I, I'm going to purposely take this as deep as I fucking can, because why not? Ross, how deep do you take it? Are you like deep into the waiver wires? Are you checking the shit late night? Like, yeah, of course you are. God damn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I well, So the thing is, is like, I, I'm very bad at watching TV shows because like, I'll, I'll watch like four episodes of something and then just be like, oh, cool. like, I, I don't want to watch that anymore. Um, and so when basketball is on, if the TV is on, I'll, I just, I'll watch basketball. Like if, if I, if I'm at home and I'm not going anywhere, then like I will watch two to three basketball games just because like, it, yeah, that's what I enjoy. And so like, for me, it's less about me like diving into the waiver wire and stuff like that. And more of me just like, I just watch so much basketball that I end up like, you know, 
being like, oh man, yeah, this guy's hurt. So like I need to pick up the the backup, you know, small forward on the Timberwolves this week because like, oh, I watched him get hurt. And so like I watched their starter get hurt and I'm like, cool, let me go pick him up real quick. I know you uh, use that as a colloquialism, but do you know who that actually is? Do, do you know the backup? Uh, backup small four is Anthony Edwards right now, yeah. Jesus Christ. Because he's not starting, yeah. But he, I mean, he's, a, he's the number one pick. That wasn't he's easy. number one pick, yeah. That's- was he? Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah. that's the kind of stuff that like – and that's why I was scared because there's always, at least in fantasy football because I'm new to – there was always that one dude or maybe two that just knew everything about everybody. And like it, I knew from the beginning, I was like, there's no way I'm going to beat you. Like how, how do you beat – that guy when, when that guy knows like the best fourth string running backs that happen to be on like you know the bucks lineup in 2018 and they're they're a sleeper but when they go against pittsburgh you know they got a bad left tackle like you gotta he's like i'm never gonna know that shit but well, it doesn't, when everyone on your team breaks their leg or gets covid like dylan's team <laughs> also i've been in leagues that where the it's also about like the dynamic like i joined a fantasy league one football league once that a friend was like, hey, man, we need a 10th. Like, would you be interested? And I was like, man, I did that once, but oh, yeah, sure, I'll do it. And they did like an in-person draft and I went and I like didn't know what I was doing. And I was like, hey, I have a question. Like, what what what, what, what should I do? Or like, I have a question. I had a like, legitimate question about like how it worked. And they were like, I don't know, man, got to figure it out. Like, I sucks for you, bro. Now. And I was like, oh, so fuck you guys, I guess. Cool. Yeah. Like, so you guys are straight up fucking assholes. Yeah, so that's cool. Funny. Like, and I don't yeah. want to be that way. So like that's why like when people were asking stuff like Dirk, my neighbor Dirk is in our league and he's been like asking me questions and I'm like yeah dude here's what you should do, um, like Tim too I've, I've texted Tim's asked me some stuff and I'm like yeah you should grab I even told Tim I was like hey you need to grab when John Morant went down I was like hey you should grab this person because like um, you know you're gonna be out like Jaw for like three four weeks and so it's like I don't minutes I'm not trying to like have people have be miserable for one. Uh, and then also just be like, oh, that was really fun how you didn't explain how the game works. Yeah, know? I set Crawdaddy's lineup a couple times last year. <laughs> and like he was like, yeah, I got five guys that are injured. So I was like, cool, like give me your phone. Let's drop these guys. Let's pick these guys up. Yeah. I love him so much. I can't believe – I've never loved a person more that I've never met in my life. It, it's fantastic. <laughs> we can arrange that. I can't wait. I did, Dude, if I ever get – once I get south, once COVID's done and all that shit, like we're going to hang and all that, it's going to be awesome. Um. But yeah, dude, I, I guess that's kind of the point. I mean, it, it is, it's a time killer, but if you treat it, it's almost like, it's almost like a, like a board game. Like it, it's not Dungeons and Dragons, but it, it is, it's kind it of is. similar. It's Dungeons and Dragons. You have to know the intricacies before you even start. And if you're not willing to share that with people who are new and asking for help, like, thanks. Like what, what, what are we doing? Like, I can't imagine if we showed up to pick up and they're like, we had nine dudes and there happened to be a 10th dude walking by. I was like, yeah, I don't really know all the rules. We're like, yeah, yeah, come on, man, and play. And as soon as you pass the ball, like, fuck you, man. Sucks for you. You don't know the rule. Like that wouldn't be fun. No. Why would you, why would you want that? But that's kind of circling back to the smack talk thing. I think some people are, are just cut from, you know, a, a different asshole cloth where they really enjoy taking these things to an absurd level because I was in a league once. It was a work league. Thankfully, I don't care about any of these people. One or two of the guys like acted like this was like some real shit. It's like, oh, you didn't even start your show. Oh, I just bitch your kiss. Like, <laughs> are you kidding? Like, he's like, are you for real right now? Is that guy having a stroke while they was talking to you? Like, what's that? Dylan, Dylan and Eric know my voice acting is just tough. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's, I mean, the thing. that's one thing. Yeah, that's one thing I like about our league too. Is like, I like, we'll poke fun. We have a large group text yes. that we like. And we'll I like it. But it's mostly just poking fun and just like sending really funny NBA memes uh, about everyone's favorite player, everyone's, you know, 
because we all have our team affiliations for the most part too. Like Dylan's a Lakers guy, I'm a Rockets guy. Uh, who the hell knows what Crawd Eddie is? And so <laughs> depends on the day. Know, yeah, it depends on the day. So we're like that drop right uh, now. That'd be so good. Yeah. So. But that's the point. <laughs> so yeah. That's, so like it in a league like that. It can be fun. These things are, I mean, again, it is like a bridge club or like Dungeons and Dragons. It's really about who you're in it with and not necessarily about the actual game itself. Like, yeah, the game's fun, of course, but it's kind of just like a social tool. You know what I mean? Is that kind of what it is? Like, we just, we use this as a way to hang out. About, like, in a real sport, right? Like, we, we play hoops every, every week and, like, every once in a while it might be, like, you block somebody and you say, like, give me that or, like, don't bring that in here or whatever. Yeah, you give know. me that as him always. Or yeah. whatever, but it's never like that. Like, but that's because you literally stopped them from doing yeah. something. And you, you didn't have anything to do with them. Like you, your team might've done really well, but like you did, had zero effect on the other person's team. So like talking shit is so just not aggressively stupid because like yeah. it doesn't, you didn't do anything, you know, like, so like, again, but it's like very gentle ribbing, but yeah, we don't, it doesn't make any sense. I love it. I love it. Well, that's about all I got, unless y'all got any closing words. But, uh, but genuinely, thanks for inviting me to the league, man. <laughs> this has been really fun. Oh, man, Joe, I was excited to see how you can tie religious talk into a fantasy. Okay. Oh, yeah. You guys want to talk about Jesus Shuttlesworth or what? Is he, is he available? Is he still draftable? I don't, I don't know how that works. What is it? You say pickums. I hear that a lot. I don't – stupid question, Amnesty. I don't – explain this yeah. pickums thing to me. Uh, I've only ever been in one style. It's a soccer it's – an, it's an English Premier League pickum. And every week, we pick every game. You just pick who wins or loses. There's no spread. There's no nothing. It's just who wins or loses. And you lock one game, which is like juice it with extra bonus points if you get that right. And, you know, you just go down. It's literally every week you pick, I don't know, 10 games. Is that what it is? Maybe 11? I don't know, something like that. Yeah, it's 10. Yeah, 10 oh, games. You're, like, like, you're picking who, yeah. who's yeah. going to win each week. Oh, okay. Yeah. A couple of years and ago, I tried it all day. Dude, a couple, yeah. Oh, God. You and you and he can have fun. No, no. E, you're a Liverpool guy. I take that back. Yeah, Fuck, Fuck me. Anyways, I do, that's how much I care. That's a, I've been in the league for three years, and that's how much I know about even the person I'm in it with. I don't even know his favorite team. But like, I used to go, I'd pull up Bovada and I'd look at like the spreads and I'd picture and like maybe pick one home in a way, maybe kind of figure out like maybe some upset. And, like this year, literally, I just like wait until the first game kicks off and I'm like, oh shit, hold on. And I just text like, I copied John this week. Thanks, guys. And like, just like, that's it. Like, I can't, I just can't, I can't, I can't do it. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I just can't bring myself to care anymore. Dirk, my buddy Dirk, who's in our league, my neighbor, um, he's in like a he was in the NFL one one year. He tried to get me to join, but like you could only pick every team once. Oh yeah, that's yeah, it's like, yeah. suicide no, league. That's like, yeah, that's like high level algebra that I don't know. I don't. Yeah, yeah. you got to plan on when their bye weeks are and when they're playing somebody who might be not on a rest. I'm like, dude, I just like. Don't get me wrong. Have fun. All of this. And if, if anybody listening, first of all, no one's made it this far. Like if anybody's made it this far. <laughs> I've checked out the statistics of our of our followers. We have 19 followers. Eight of them are female. None of them have made that this far. There's no way eight of it does not <laughs> happen. The other one's probably our NBA guy. So who I fucking say hi to Nick, my brother. Thanks for listening. Yeah, what's up, Nick? And maybe Maureen and maybe Phyllis. Hello, all three of you. If you if you if all three of you listen to this, this one will also be a top five ever listened on our show. But yeah, like it's just... If you really want to take it that far, have fun. And, but that's all of this. If you want to have fun with it and you do have fun with it, good for you. I just – I can't imagine being in a league that takes itself that seriously. And I'm really glad that – I mean, I should have known, Dylan, it's you. Like, I should have known that it wasn't going to be, like, some, like, high-stress league. But I didn't know. I was like, I don't know anybody else in the league. I don't fucking – you know, I don't know how Ross runs the league. Turns out Ross is an asshole, so it's kind of cool. Yeah, I'm a soccer mom. I just want everyone to have fun. 
<laughs> oh man, exactly. well, that's the energy um, we're looking for. Yeah, but but that's the, and that's the best part. So anybody listening, I, I hope you all had fun, and I, I will bring the orange slices and juice boxes here soon. <clears throat> Thanks, y'all. Joe. You should do one on D and D because I don't know anything about it, but I hear it's pretty. It's a whole thing. It seems like something I would enjoy, but I've never done before. It does. It seems like something we'd all be kind of good at. And not good like we'd win. I don't even know how you win, but it'd just be fun. Like, I think it would really be fun. I think it's like a journey, you know? Yeah. You just just get there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or never. You don't get there. The real win is the friends we make along the way, guys. Exactly. Isn't that true, guys? And anybody listening, I consider you friends. Thanks for listening. (laughs)